your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solom. This is two days for me, Brad, because I did the all show right. this morning. So it's like uh, summer, yeah, high, football, it's like high school football all over again, doing two, two days. days. Uh, a little less strenuous, I would say, uh, physically. Mentally, <laughs> we'll see. 608-785-7914. I don't know why I said that so fast. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Brad Paff, State Senator, District 32. That's correct. Is in studio with me as he is... Most, what is it, third Mondays, fourth Mondays yeah, of the year? Monday. The last Monday of last the month, Monday I guess. Of the month. That's how it works. Hard uh, to believe that June's coming to an end already. Now, there's so many things happening. Mm-hmm. State budget. Mm-hmm. Can we, are you going to be the, are we going to get the state budget done so Robin Voss can go on his vacation to Brussels, his I, workcation? I, yeah, we will get the state budget done. And I'm sure there will be plenty of times for vacation. That's generally what happens with this state government right now. It's, it's just, uh, it's really a bunch f- of hurry up and wait and then they go on vacation. And well, it's, it's know. really funny because we, I feel I don't have a great base for this. I asked Jill Billings this last week and then I, she didn't give me the answer I wanted. And then I kind of like, but Jill, give me the answer I want. So there's $7 billion budget surplus. That's correct. It's a two-year budget. That's correct. We've probably never had a $7 billion yep. budget surplus. So in my head, I'm like, this is probably, if not the most, one of the most important budgets in the history of Wisconsin. Is that, I mean, is that not true? Well, it's a, it's, without a doubt, it's an important budget. I mean, there's, there's been an important budgets, I guess, in the past. Um, so you're not giving me the answer. I've yeah, I, I will say that uh, I think we could have. I think we could have been a little bit more creative with this budget process, but uh, we are where we are right now. Creative? I think I think we could have uh, we could have made sure that the uh, taxpayers of this state and the uh, uh, businesses in this state and the families in this state. I think they I think they could have got. Uh, I think they are going to walk away from this wishing that their legislators would have been listening a little bit more to some of their concerns out here in the countryside. And um, there's some missed opportunities that is in this budget right now. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some good stuff. Um, but, you know, uh, there's we, we could have done a little bit better. Um, tomorrow I'm having someone with a child care education mm-hmm. center on. And she's pretty, she's pretty fired up. She should be. And That's one of the things that this state uh, – uh, the people of this state are asking for this, um, and um, uh, legislators have their head in the sand on this issue. They're not funding this, and if you want to grow this economy, uh, you want to get workers into this workforce, um, you want to continue to uh, uh, attract um, you know good businesses to this area with high-quality employees, this is something we've got to figure out. We've got child care deserts uh, in this area. We've got uh, child care centers that are closing People aren't ent- entering the uh, um, business of providing child care, um, and yet we as a legislature are doing nothing, nothing in regards to this topic. Not nothing. You're giving $15 million loans. That's true. We're giving so the loans. Loans that they got to pay back. That they got to pay back. I feel like you can get loans. Loans Not there. through the government. Yep. I, you could just get a loan, right? Right. And uh, part of me, I mean, a lot of me believes, be you know like, what, let's work through the private sector on these loans. I don't know why we need would they be low? Them. Are they like super low interest? Is that the benefit there to the the, yeah. the GOP's plan here yeah. in the budget? Yeah. That's, that's right. Uh, that is right. But the other thing is I think it's, uh, quite frankly, just to demonstrate that uh, they heard that something needs to be done. Um, but 
we didn't work on this issue. Are we this, done this, on the child care thing? Are we done with the budget? It's just well, a matter of because, because I mean, the budget takes care of the funding. So, you know, we would have to figure out a path to come back to get funding uh, for these uh, for this uh, topic um, beyond the seven billion. Beyond, budget yes, beyond this. And uh, I just think that uh, I just think that we missed on this. Um, and I don't think that this is uh, this is a topic that impacts everybody. Um, it impacts. Um, yeah, people don't understand because childcare funding. You think, okay, well, people with kids that helps them, and childcare centers that helps them. Mm-hmm. But when the people with kids send their kid to childcare, they have to do that for a reason. Why? Because they're, they're going working. to school or work. They're going to school. And or they're going to work. Them, those people are then in the workforce, and businesses are like, "Oh, goody!" Because I, I feel, we don't have a lot of workers at this point. That's we exactly don't. right. We, it, we're we're looking for workers, and I think we all recognize the fact that um, how important it is that uh, you know we get workers into this workforce. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. State Senator Brad Pass going to be hanging out this hour. Um, we could talk, we have some good news shared revenue deal. Mm-hmm. We 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 approved some funding for rural roads and bridges. Yep. Uh, we did that in Stoddard last week. The tax cut plan will be some good news for yeah, there's, you people. There'll be some good news. The personal property tax has finally been repealed. Okay. We uh, don't deep dive yet. We're just nope. I'm just setting up. I'm yeah. Well, don't worry. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I guess you know. And then maybe maybe we just find out what else you guys are doing. Yep. I understand. But you 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 got to take that vacation. How long are you guys going to be on vacation after you sign the budget? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Once he signs that budget in early July, they probably won't be back till October. Think of that, July okay. to October, September. Yeah, that's that's why you you get this job, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can have all this vacation. All right, we'll be back. So Brooks and Dunn, not no news. I feel like Brooks and Dunn probably has a popular song. That this is a popular song. Well, wow, this is this is the lead into transportation. Fund. Oh, this We're talking is, about Red Dirt Road. Oh, okay. You want to talk transportation? Well, Brad, it's Pass. a lead. No, State Senator Brad Paff's in here, and yeah, we do have to do a little bit of good news before I whine and cry about the state budget some more. Um, but with just a little tease, we do have some numbers on the tax cut plan. Oh, yeah. And everybody making uh, thirty to forty grand with the big GOP tax cut plan that they like to say is a fifteen percent cut statewide, like across statewide. all. Anyone making between thirty and forty grand, it's uh, thirty-two dollars a year. You're going to get thirty-two dollars. So divide that by twelve. We were thinking maybe that number was wrong and it was maybe a month, but no, thirty-two dollars a year. Let's divide it by twelve, Brad. It's two dollars and sixty-six six 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 six. That's what it is. Uh, so every month, I mean, what can you get for two dollars and sixty six cents? Well, I mean, you maybe can get some chewing gum. Um, With inflation, though, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Yeah, a big league I, chew? Can you even yeah, get? Yeah, oh, that'd be good. Get a big maybe a Hershey's with almonds. Have we ever talked about Big League Chew in here? I love Big League Chew. I like the grape. Do you ever, I've never thought, like this happened like two months ago. I just, it occurred to me. So candy cigarettes, are, yeah, when I, I was a kid, candy cigarettes. Yeah, and too. it was funny because I was, and it, it, <laughs> It was like obvious, like these are candy, like we have candy cigarettes, but we have Big League Chew. Never occurred to me that Big League Chew was just chew, like uh, chewing tobacco. Well, you know? was, yeah, like shredded to make it look like uh, chewing <laughs> never, tobacco. It never dawned on me until like a couple of months ago. I'm like, oh, that's awful. That's wor- That's as bad as candy cigarettes. They still sell it. It's it's available. Yeah, in, uh, well, in various convenience. You stores. can get it in buckets at uh, <laughs> the store here, the sporting goods store here. Um, I don't know if you can get candy cigarettes in the store. I don't know. I haven't seen those. Be frowned. Those were all sugar. Um, 
But yeah, the big league chew. I like the grape flavor. <laughs> I love that the your the the downturn of the candy cigarettes for you was that they were all sugar, yeah. not that they were cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe also that they were shaped like cigarettes and just, I don't know. Who makes those? Like Marlboro? <laughs> like, I don't know. They have a subsidiary company making candy cigarettes. <laughs> um, all right. So you and you and Governor Evers and um, Oldenburg were mm. down in Stoddard last week. Yep. And I've, I've talked about this a couple of different times. And then I'm just like, I'm, I have like the overview, but I don't have the details. So Governor Evers signed what was called the Agriculture Road Improvements Program. Right. $150 million statewide. in statewide road funding. And and my, my okay, so where what is that $150 million for? First of all, we have a multi-billion dollar transportation budget. And this, multi, this uh, multiple billion dollar transportation budget goes for a variety, wide variety of transportation. State highways, county roads, uh, town roads, goes for airports, goes for harbors. What this is. Is that part within the state? Budget that we're this signing. Is in, next yes, this okay. will be something we'll vote on this week. What? Wait, no, is it separate from the two-year budget? No, it is part of oh, this. It's part of the budget. Part okay. of the state budget. Yep. What we did is we added an additional 150 million dollars, which is a lot of money. But when you're talking about a statewide, you know, it's 150 million dollars. But this will go for agriculture roads. So, what are agriculture roads? Well, many of our farms are located on very rural roads. And um, in order to get the fresh milk out of the dairy barn, in order to get the grains out of the fields, they have to go across some very, very rural roads. Many of these very, very rural roads have bridges that uh, cannot hold up the weight. Uh, many of these rural, very rural roads have weight limits on the blacktop because, especially in the spring, the road will essentially buckle and melt. Mm. Um, and so... We, uh, rural legislators, including me, and I was a original co-sponsor on this and worked hard to get it across the finish line, we put money into these rural roads because uh, obviously it's important we continue to fund our city streets. Obviously it's important we continue to fund our state highways. But if we are going to be a national leader uh, on agriculture, and let's face it, people from around the world eat Wisconsin agriculture products. They put it on their kitchen table every single day. People from around the world want to eat the products grown here in Wisconsin and that come from our dairy uh, award-winning cows. we got to be able to get the product to market. This is a way to get our products to market. It's an important first step. It won't solve all the problems. But I like to say this. If um, Wisconsin farmers may feed the world, and we do, but if we can't get the uh, milk out of a dairy barn across the first local bridge, well, good luck trying to feed the world. How do you? How would you phrase it? If we can't get the milk out of an almond barn, <laughs> how do you do that one? You know so my <laughs> opinion on these almond. Uh, and I, I'll tell you, I I honestly do believe that we need to make sure that uh, we do label products that are not uh, dairy products. You know, they don't use a dairy label. Um, but as I was on this show a couple months ago, someone called in and they said, "Brad, how do you define peanut butter then?" Yeah. And I will just say that the peanut butter is not in the same store shelf as right next to regular dairy butter. 608-785-7914 is the talk of text line. State Senator Brad Paff hanging out this hour. Um, what's funny, too, about the $150 million statewide funding is, okay, is that one time? Is that a one-time deal? We're going to steal a little, not steal. We're going to take a little out of that, the, the $7, million, $7 billion budget surplus? That's right. That's so, right. So we got to come back and get the money. 
uh, in the future if we want to continue to invest in this. Okay. And as our highway commissioners up and down this state Senate district and throughout the state are saying, it's going to take a lot more than $150 million in order to improve these very rural roads. Yeah, that was my thing, too, is when you say $150 million, and Governor Evers was in Onalaska a couple weeks ago talking about we fix I can't remember the mileage, but we fix X amount of miles. I have no baseline or knowledge of know what is what. If you said that we were going to take half the budget surplus, $3.5 billion, and spend it on fixing all the roads, I would go, okay, $3.5 billion sounds about right. And then if you said we were going to use $150 million statewide to fix all the roads, I'd go, $150 million sounds about right. I have no idea. And then if you said we were going to fix 100 miles of roads a year in the state, uh, with with funding, I would go, okay, sounds about right. And if you said we're going to fix a million miles of roads a year, yeah. I'd be like, so the, the, nobody has any, so, yeah. like, are, is a, so $150 million, not enough. No, it's not enough. And I will say this, is that, I mean, the the kind of weight limit you're going to build for a road will determine the overall cost. And so these major state highways, um, you know, they have to handle a lot of weight, Um you know, 80,000 pounds at least on these semis yeah. and all that. So the thing is, fully loaded. They It costs more to build that than it does uh, some rural uh, road. However, if these rural roads have tanker loads of milk and tanker loads of corn and soybeans um, that are being hauled on these roads, these roads can crumble pretty right. quick. And so... Again, in, it's continuing to invest in infrastructure. And the idea is, is to grow the economy. And the idea is, again, in order to uh, make sure that, uh, you know, Wisconsin businesses and families continue to you know, Minis- Minnesota succeed. Has a, Minnesota has a lot of gravel roads. Right. So they have not would that be, have not Would that be better? Roads. Well, the thing is, is if, that, we never that, had, if we never had paved them and they were gravel, and then you have to put the old gravel on. And then you've got to put the gravel on it. And the thing is, is unfortunately... Uh, I hear from a number of people that many of our paved roads are turning to gravel because they haven't <laughs> yeah. been updated. Well, and that's even um, worse because then it's just not it's, holy. It's, it's, it's hard to drive down. But what happened in Wisconsin is this, is that, um, you know, we are a dairy state, always have been a dairy state. And um, you know, we, uh, we make sure we continue to invest in our rural roads, get our products to marketplace. Well, we got to continue to invest in these rural roads. And again, this is an important first step, and I'm glad that I was part of that. I'll continue to work for transportation because, as I've said before, I I believe in transportation. I think this is something that connects us. And, um, you know, I want to connect communities to one another, but I want to connect people within communities. And that means we also need to invest in um, a shout-out to our people that, uh, you know, use the – uh, across public transportation, continuing to make sure our transportation systems connect communities and neighborhoods. And we've got to have smart transportation, and that includes, uh, you know, uh, making sure that we've got, uh, you know, sidewalks and places for is, people to walk as well. Is anything in the budget and kind of like starting the process of, you know what, we probably need charging stations. I don't know if we need nope. rural charging stations, mm-hmm. but how long before farm tractors are electric? Oh, it's all of that like is moving that ones, way. You know? And, of course, I mean, you know, we would have to talk to our federal representatives and our federal U.S. senators, but the thing is, is that is part of the Inflation Reduction Act um, that was passed last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, President Biden signed that into law, and there is money coming back to this state um, for charging stations as well as making sure that we connect this grid um, for not, electric vehicles. Not that farmers would, like, have to drive their tractor somewhere. It doesn't make any sense, but, w- w- I mean, I feel like, 
subsidies for for farms to put charging stations on the farm, right? Like that would make well, the most what sense. What we look at like it is, is that agriculture can and actually uh, generate the energy. Um, there's nothing saying that you can't have battery storage capacity on these farms. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing saying we can't have more wind turbines and as well as uh, these uh, 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 solar uh, out with these farms. In fact, all of that. And if you talk to many family farmers out there, what they're going to say is, you know, they want to be able to capture as much revenue as they can from each acre. And if an acre of land can uh, create more uh, solar energy than it can by growing the crop, uh, like corn or soybeans, they'll do that. We just got to put solar panels on all the buildings. The issue count becomes, and I hear you on that. And like in uh, town, like and I've, been, and I've been advocating for that. The issue becomes connecting that to the grid. Yeah, and that's where these engineers start asking questions, good questions, because they know a lot more than I do. Well, I have these guys from the Climate Alliance for the Common Good. They're in lacrosse here. Um, I've had these guys on a couple of times, and they said if we started the process of converting the grid to something solar, then we would no longer have to import energy. From like Saudi Arabia, right. and he said it would it would cost about fourteen billion dollars to like convert all our energy to green energy that's mm-hmm. produced in Wisconsin, and then we would make also fourteen billion dollars from the jobs and from the energy it's produced. Oh, it was kind of a deep dive. I should send you the podcast. Yeah, it is. These when guys you, are right. interesting to, to to listen to. Well, when you think about it, right? We don't have coal mines in Wisconsin, and we do not have you know oil wells uh, in Wisconsin. But what we do have in Wisconsin is we do have the sun does shine, at least sometimes, and we do have some wind. And also, uh, we have, uh, you know, family farmers that can produce energy. And so it, we can be part of this, and we should be part of whatever type of uh, renewable energy portfolio that is being uh, created. Um, is that even a conversation right now, Madison, though? Like, hey, like, let's start... Because we could baby steps our way there, but at some point we're going to be like, oh, bleep, it's, yeah. now we need to do it all at yeah. once. No, what what has really kick-started the conversation is the federal money. Yeah. I mean, the federal money is passed. Uh, Congress passed it. The president signed it into law, and this money is coming out to yeah, the Yeah, there's state. about seven county buildings that are putting solar yeah, on this their is, buildings. This is happening. And so what we need to do in the state of Wisconsin is we can't get behind the curve here. We've got to figure out how to make sure we can connect this to the grid. And we need to make sure how we can uh, have a uh, energy generation system that, you know, allows individual homeowners and landowners to be part of all of this. Yeah, these guys were like a big thing was yeah. updating the grid. Like yeah. That was the, the, the big thing. Um, something that we just keep kicking the can down the road. Right. And you know what? We had a $7 billion budget surplus, but we gave a tax to the rich, a tax breaks for the rich. All right, we'll be back. So we go from Brooks and Dunn to AC and DC. That's, that's the Brad path. That's, like, yeah. that's the spectrum. That's your spectrum. Yeah, like Brooks my, and Dunn, AC and DC. It's like Dolly Parton in the middle then? No, no, no. I think of George Strait. I like George 608-785-7914 is the target text line. Brad Paff, State Senator, District 36, which is 32. 30, 32. Yep. Uh, huge, huge district. It's like three hours from one side <laughs> to the other, I think. Um, we're talking about, well, we play money talks because we, we have a $7 billion budget surplus. Uh, we passed we, we the Joint Finance Committee, which writes the budget, 
the two-year budget, which I say is one of the most important in Wisconsin history, only because there's a $7 billion budget right. surplus. And then if you want to throw like, oh, child care and, oh, we need road funding and mm-hmm. uh, all that into the mix. But the tax cut plan was released. And I'll, I'll give you my chart here. If you make 30 to 40 grand, yep. you're going to get $32 back. Per year. Per year. Yep. If you make 50 to 60 grand, this big tax cut plan, you're going to get $165 back. That's right. And then if you make 150 to $200,000, you're going to get 1200 bucks back. And if you make a half a million to a million dollars, you're going to get $6,000 back. Think about that. At what point, in, at what point do you, you know, like what you should be asking people that make between like zero and I don't know, like $75,000. Right. You should ask them at where would a tax cut how much would you need to get in a tax break where it would impact your life to the point where you have to rethink, right. okay, wow, I'm getting this much of a tax cut. I can do this, you know, because right. would it be $32 doesn't do it for me. If I get $32, which we figured out was $2.66 a month, right. I'm not even thinking about it. No. If it was $1,000 a year, I don't even think that's going to impact my life. If I was going to get like a $5,000 tax cut, if I'm making seventy-five grand or less, I think at that point I would go, okay, five thousand yeah. dollars. I probably could right. fix my deck, right. Right. or something right. like that. That should be where we're thinking on what should right. be. If we're going to cut taxes, we should make it impactful for these people that are only making seventy-five grand or less. I, I believe. I, I I agree with you. I've I've argued that it should be from the middle out. We should build this tax uh, relief around. The middle class uh, in this uh, in this state, and um, and Evers, that. Evers kind of had a plan. He like had that. a plan I don't know for if that. It was five grand, but it was certainly more for middle class. No, it was people. for those that a uh, hundred thousand uh, individual, hundred thousand or less, and a married couple. One hundred fifty. One hundred fifty. And right. it was a ten percent tax and it cut. Was a ten percent. So one hundred fifty. So fifteen hundred bucks for one hundred fifty thousand dollars, or a thousand bucks. So even then, that'd I'm be, yeah, I'd be yeah for it'd be fifteen thousand. Ten percent, but yeah, oh, ten percent, yeah, but yes, that's what. Uh, but it's gone now. Uh, that um, it's gone out the window. It's not there. So yeah, because if we're going to talk about tax cuts, and then you have a like kind of an interesting stat on the spectrum here. Yeah, so I got uh, information that was shared to me uh, from the Wisconsin Department of Revenue, and this is interesting. The top eleven tax filers in the state of Wisconsin, and who are these top eleven tax filers? Where they earn at least seventy-five million dollars or more, uh, they get back more money than the bottom 1.6 million tax filers. Essentially, um, they get back more than uh, anybody that makes uh, $40,000 or less. So 11 people get more money back in taxes than... The One, bottom one point six million tax filers. This so is what everyone that makes forty grand or less in the state. Yeah, think of that. I just this is where, I again, one has to scratch their heads and say, how did we come up with this? Uh, such a plan as this. And uh, again, I, I support tax reform. I support tax relief. I've been clear on that. I have voted for tax relief um, uh, uh, over and over, and I will continue to advocate uh, for income tax. Um, you know, relief in this state. But I look at this proposal as it was brought forward and I just scratched my head. So Governor Evers, is, you guys are going to vote on this We're on Wednesday. We're going to vote on it on a Wednesday. 
And uh, I do not have a straight up answer from the governor if he's going to sign this or not. And uh, will you will the tax plan go through as is? Well, that's the real that's the hundred million dollar question. Um, because you know the, the thing is is that um, you know he, I don't know what negotiation the governor is having uh, with the uh, Republican leadership that what, drew what up this should, tax. What plan. you should do with this chart. And again, I'll just say the top of the bottom: thirty to forty thousand dollar income earners will get thirty two dollars back a year, and then people between a half a million and a million dollars will get six grand back a year. What you should do with this chart is just flip it. That should be that's how the tax cut plan should work. That would impact people's lives. People are making a half million dollars. If they get six grand back, they don't care. But if people making forty grand get six grand back, they're at six grand tax cut. Wow. Okay. I'm. You know what? I'm going to buy that's new real. windows for that, the house. That's real. Yeah. Right? Or uh, yeah, like, exactly. I could start on a roof. I just got an estimate for a roof. It's well, not I six know. grand. I know. I hear you. Um, but Windows yeah, like, my so is there a, I, hear you. I mean, will you guys as Democrats in the Senate do anything to be like, I know you, you're powerless here because you don't even have a, a you have a, the, well, yeah, the we, veto proof, yeah, right? We, like we the, can't protect the veto. But um, is, do you guys as a, like, here's, here's, we will have some like? amendments. We amendments. will have some okay. amendments. Yeah, we definitely will have some amendments. Um, again, uh, will they pass? I mean, that's anyone's guess, but I think we will realize- they pass. That's a, you're <laughs> anyone's guess. That is not a guess. They will not pass, Brad. But you could have them as oh, you know. Here's what we're. Here's our plan. Okay, so we'll go to. Let's go to childcare right now. Uh, it, it, during COVID, we we got federal money, mm-hmm. and it was three hundred sixty million dollars to just subsidize childcare education centers, right? Mm-hmm. Daycares, whatever you want to yeah, call them. Right. And Republicans at 2 a.m., what I like to call bar time last week. I don't know if you were around. What, no, what I were you doing bed. at bar time? Okay, I was Okay, so the I Joint Finance bed, Committee really. at bar yeah. time voted to end this in the middle, you know, at 2, 2 or 2.30 a.m. last week. And everybody was kind of up in arms. So my, my thing is I'm, I'm still here, and you could tell me, no, this is all, all said and done. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to Republicans here on the Joint Finance Committee. Can they come back? This over the next couple of days because the budget's going to be signed next week and go. All right, we heard the outcry from the childcare people. We're actually going to implement a, a an amendment. We're going to have our own amendment and we're going to have the Republican Chi- Save Child Care Act mm-hmm. and and that's and we're going to implement that and we're going to do three hundred million dollars subsidies for childcare centers. I mean, is there a world where that happens or is this all said and done? Uh, they they have every opportunity to do it. Uh, will they do it? Uh, I, again, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, they voted against this uh, my, last time. But they have, they have all the power to do it. Because my thing is, they don't want to be affiliated with COVID funding, Joe Biden federal money, right. a plan that Evers said, let's extend. It's a virus to them, the right. COVID. It's, a vi- it's contagious. Right. We want to end that. Get rid of that. Don't think about it. We want something that we made. You know, it's kind of like the uh, the dopey henchman and the and the mob boss. Yeah. The dopey henchman thinks of the plan, and then the mob boss goes, "Good, good, good plan. plan. I'm glad yep. I thought of that." Yeah. And they 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 can do it. I mean, they can do it. And I I hope they do. I encourage them to do it. Is this another thing on Wednesday? You can have an amendment. Like we here's, could, well, I would assume that uh, I would expect that I will that I will be part of an amendment uh, on the child care, and they could vote for it because the tax cut plan is one thing, and it's kind of but the child care thing is like this is a huge outcry. And if it doesn't happen, I, I heard like 25% of child care centers are going to close. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and we've lost here in La Crosse County. We've probably already lost 25% of our child care centers over the last 10 years. And uh, they will, there's many of them that are talking about closing here um, here in the near, near future. And that'll have a serious impact uh, on our working families and on our businesses. Uh, but again, uh, Rick, I bring up the fact that they got to pay for this tax cut somehow. So how do they pay for it? They don't fund programs like this. Yeah, you got to cut the ta- you got to cut the programs to pay for the tax cuts. Right. Um, but that's only half. The tax cut plan will cost three and a half billion dollars. But that's future spending, right? right? We still have a budget surplus. That is part of that's that's how much of the seven billion dollar budget surplus are we just putting on our we're keeping in the piggy bank. So we are. So that's a good point. We are putting money in our rainy day fund, but uh, not nearly uh, to the level of of a billion dollars. We're not doing anything like that. We are putting money in. Uh, to our rainy day fund, which is great. Um, but, you know, the concerns that we have is that, um, the concerns that we have here is that, is that this, this tax cut is, that, is um, one that um, we have to question the equitability of it. I just handed Brad, a, and we're State Senator Brad Paps in here, I handed him the headphones because we're going to take some calls. Oh, great. Um, but also, like, the most... Twisted cord. That's okay. So That's okay. here I'm talking in untwisted cords. All right, we'll go to the caller. Who's this? Hi, this is Carol. Hey, Carol, you got a question for Brad? I do. All right. I would like to know where things stand now that he was with Governor Evers and passed the law for, or the bill, I should say, for the roads and bridges for uh, the state of Wisconsin, where he's where things stand for the Casper Cooley Bridge that is out and predicted to not be fixed until 2026. All right. Thanks for the call. Thank you, Carol. Uh, So Carol's referring to a bridge in uh, the town of Holland, just north of of the village of Holman. This is a bridge that uh, uh, the residents in that area for the last two months have um, not been able to use, and they have at least a seven-mile detour and it's raised some real concerns by residents. Uh, do the Duke boys just jump over it? Is that what they do? In It'd their... be quite a jump. Oh. Uh, it would be quite a jump. So what we've been able to do, Carol, is this, is that uh, I have been in uh, constant communication with uh, the um, uh, with individuals within the town of Holland, speaking with the town of Holland, uh, local government officials, but also residents in the town of Holland. We have been able to uh, get some funding from the uh, state of Wisconsin, up to $800,000, uh, for the reconstruction of that bridge. But as you are right, um, I don't know if it's 26. I believe uh, we've moved that up and it will be next year. Uh, but the, uh, the concern here is that um, even by moving this date up is uh, trying to get the contractors, the bridge builders and the local contractors uh, to be able to do this. And so I have been speaking with some local residents and trying to learn what more we can do um, in order to uh, get, make, the, get this thing, uh, get the guys that worked on the Philadelphia bridge, they had it done. In they like had it a done week. in two weeks, <laughs> right? Like, what is going and on? We have to move this forward because you know my concern, like many of the residents uh, in the town of Holland, brought up is what happens with police and fire. What happens if someone gets sick? And needs EMS. Yeah, it's seven minutes, um, right? Yeah, it's seven or a couple minutes, minutes longer. And longer yeah. um, but again, this is just an example of the fact that we need to continue to invest in our highways and our roads and our bridges because all of a sudden we have a, a bridge that collapses 
And they don't, not the whole thing collapsed, but a portion of it did. And as a result of it, uh, it was determined it would not be safe uh, to have well, the, any, uh, anybody cross it. And it's, it's causing, you know, uh, Well, this impact. is the dilemma with road funding is you can allocate all the money and give all the money you want. But also, you can only fix so many roads. And with and, so many construction there's a, there's a road builders. There's a balancing act here where you fix enough roads, but then not every road is under construction. But then you got to have enough workers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like what money talks, I guess, in that regard, if we're going to pay 50 bucks an hour for workers to work on roads, then we would probably get a lot of that stuff done. But she's right. I mean, but Carol is right. This is direct impact of of, uh, individuals and residents within the town of Holland because we had did not over the years invest in these roads. Yeah. Um, Joe's on the line. Joe, you got a question for Brad? Yeah, earlier when you were talking about the taxpayers, how, <clears throat> Brad, you were bewildered and you couldn't understand how, you know, that tax plan could go forward. Wouldn't you say that those high earners are probably business owners and they're probably investing a lot more back into Wisconsin than what 90% of the taxpayers are? And you probably know they're not taking home that money that you're talking about. It's just that that's what their company or, you know, that's what they're reporting that their earnings are. That's not what they're taking home. You know the government's not giving out bad tax breaks to rich people. They invest a lot more than what you're letting on on the radio, and I know you're just pretending that you're bewildered by it. So just stop the fakeness. All right. Thanks, Joe. Um, yeah, so people that are making 500000 to a $1 million are going to get a $6,000 tax cut. Are they just hand- trickling that down to their workers, Brad, that six grand? What is that, about $0.50 cents, uh, for everybody? Well, first of all, I would never, ever – stand in the way of anyone trying to uh, uh, start a business and uh, uh, be a business owner. Uh, I think that is, I have nothing but respect for that. My son started his own business and he employs, uh, you know, people. Uh, I think that is all very, very important. I do think that when we're having a conversation about the state income tax, I think we need to recognize the fact that, uh, you know, when we have this kind of disparity here, this is something that, uh, you know, I, again, I, I'm bewildered by it. I am scratching my head. I'm, I'm not saying that we cannot have tax reform. I have never once said that I do not support tax reform because I do. Um, and I have never begrudged as far as the top rate. I think we can have a conversation in regards to the top rate. But I will just say this. The top rate in Wisconsin today is 7.65% for the income tax. It drops to 6.5%. Uh, the... Uh, uh, the third rate here in Wisconsin is 5.3%. It drops to 4.4%. The second rate is 4.65. It drops to 4.4. And the lowest rate is 3.54, and it drops to 3.5. Now. And we, I, cut, and we cut a bracket out of there. Instead of adding brackets, which I always say we add more brackets to this, we've cut brackets. Right. And so what I – I mean, I, I understand. I mean, believe me, I want to keep as – I, I believe that the best thing we can do is make sure that people pay as low a rates as they can. I am part of that philosophy. I also recognize the fact that when we when we have something that is lopsided as this, I just ask a question. I'm just asking a question. I'm not trying to judge anybody. I'm not trying to judge their motives. Uh, I surely hope that they're investing that money back into the economy. And I, be, I firmly believe that many of them are. Um, but again, let's uh, let's just make sure that we continue to, to keep things as uh, uh, you know as balanced as we can. All right, we got to take one more break, and we'll wrap up with Brad Peff.
slip mode. All right, welcome back to the Lacrosse Talk PM. State Senator Brad Paffin here. We're just wrapping up. A couple minutes left to go here in the show. Prediction. Can you just predict Governor Evers vetoes this budget? No. He doesn't. Okay. I don't think he does. I think vetoing an entire budget is hard to do because then you go back to base. You go back to where can, you were. I don't know I how it works. Can he just cross off he the has, tax he cut has, plan? I don't know if he can do that as, as, easy, as simple as that. But I do know that there is, you know, he does have vetoes authority. I mean, there's an awful lot of good things in here. I mean, yeah, don't the K through twelve funding. Yeah, there's funding for our public education. There's I mean, not UW trans- system funding. Yeah, that's like, a different topic. That UW's got they, some work to do. They in can the legislature. do. They can do something to get funding. I haven't. Yeah, read the they have to go on. back to the legislature and explain what they're up to. There's some work that the UW has to do within the legislature. Um, but as I as we started this show, I think that there's uh, there's some good, and then there's some stuff that needs to be uh, done, and um, that can be done better. Uh, but overall. I mean, we'll see. We we'll pulled see the happens. shared revenue thing out of the budget and did it on its own. Right. Did we use like budget surplus money for that, or is that yes. get back reincorporated no. into? No, the that'll be that's that'll be then that that funding will come through this budget. Oh, okay. Yeah, but because we we've already passed that, so that's already there. He signed we, that into law. Can we uh, separately at some point, if we're not going to do the child care subsidy, can we do some kind of separately? Like you meet and you I have know to you have guys, a funding. You have to go get the money then. Okay, and the reason why the shared revenue as well but, as this, but you just did this with you just did this with the egg thing, 150 million. Can we do a childcare one like that? Sure, we could, but we have to go get the money. And okay, we, it, we have to go get it through our joint finance committee. Um, but yeah, it can be done. It definitely can be done, and that's why I encourage people that are still interested um, in issues like this uh, to continue to reach out. And if they got thoughts and ideas when it comes to tax reform, continue to reach out because uh, again, we want to make sure that uh, we can continue to grow this economy and keep as much money in our own pockets as possible, but yet at the same time uh, have a level of balance and fairness. Yeah, 32 bucks in our pockets for people making 30 to 40 grand. Woo-hoo. Um, I'm going to have someone with childcare on my show tomorrow. Okay. She's pretty knowledgeable about this stuff. So uh, I'll send you the link after Please. the show, but uh, it might be interesting to to hear her perspective on this because she, she's telling – every time she talks to me, I'm just, like, bewildered, too – also, like she's got numbers and she's crunching, and right. I just I just sit there with my jaw dropped, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Well, it's it's an interesting. I mean, it's you know, and, and think about it. It's one of the most important things that we have, and that is taking care of our our own children and taking care of the next generation, and um, how important this is, and the level of trust and responsibility uh, that it, this takes. So, thank you. All right, that's State Senator Brad Path. Thanks, Brad. Thank you.